big picture, sometimes like, you know, you get other women. I sure do. It's because I'm three hours behind. They figure, you, oh, it's only six o'clock there. He can, he'll manage. I get up at five thirty. Okay, okay. I, I I I buy good coffee. All right. My wife, my wife, she buys shit. Okay. I buy gourmet. What's that from? I don't know, but it's my understanding that you're the victim here. <laughs> 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 For those of you joining us for the very first time, this is Icon or Wycon, the show where we break down your favorite film universes one flick at a time. I am here, as always, with the debutante to my Confederate soldier, Mr. CJ LaRoche. CJ, how are you feeling? God, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm curious. I mean, I, I understand that you've made a Civil War reference here, um, but you went like deep, like our civil war. I did. I did. But I, I wanted yeah. to like throw you a curveball. I was improvising and I wanted yeah. to do something that was going to like spark something like fresh from you, something unique. Yeah, totally. No, for sure. I'm not Carlos Beltran. I'll hit the curveball. Oh shit. Um, yeah. I am a debutante. I'm ready. I'm coming out tonight. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to meet it's my Italian. husband. Italian. <laughs> You know, oh, frankly, this... Scarlet, I've always relied on the kindness of strangers. Oh, this is already horrible. <laughs> um, short answer: I'm doing good. I, I'm not doing. I'm doing better than you. I know because you've been on a train. It's almost midnight where you are. You're in Buffalo, New York. Nothing against Buffalo, but that's where you are. Listen, first of all, Buffalo is great. Buffalo is so significant. There's a dance associated with it. There are wings associated with it that i've heard are wild and um they've got a great football team currently isn't there a type of mozzarella buffalo mozzarella yeah 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 for sure for sure yeah so buffalo straight up is there a bad cheese uh limburger okay okay i also don't like soft cheese but I do like blue cheese, and that pairs very well with buffalo wings. So we've come full circle. Um, would you like to tell the folks what movie we're doing tonight? Are we shaking shit up tonight? I mean, you just did. You called me a Southern Belle. It's because I think you're beautiful. It's something I've never been accused of being a Southern <laughs> Belle. I'm often accused. You're of used to being beautiful. beautiful. I understand. <laughs> so the movie that we're talking about is. Captain America 2.5. Oh, fuck. Uh, It's Captain America Civil War, but... Captain America Avengers 2.5. CJ. Yeah. It's an Avengers movie. It's an Avengers movie. There is no... There is zero fucking universe where this is a Captain America movie. Well, the only universe that is a Captain America movie is that Steve Rogers really is the focal point of the film. Okay. I believe okay. that Steve Rogers and his relationship with Bucky Barnes is the the centerpiece. And I think that you're uh, you've made an inaccurate statement because this is really the end of the trilogy. And I it's think that it ties in trilogy, yeah. ties into the other movies so well. Uh, we see Cap's journey sort of come full circle. 
uh you know at the end by the end of the movie he's he's in the dark he's in the shadows his uh you know usa all the way persona has been stripped bare he's he's on the run he's a fugitive i mean i think this is a great this is a great captain america movie but it is also an avengers movie i okay okay i I hear what you're saying i take it in um i i do not feel that it is a captain america movie at all a movie (laughs) Captain America. I do not movie at feel all. that this film is a movie. I feel like it is more of a city. No, I do not feel it as a Captain America film at all, and I'll tell you why. Because at the center of the conflict is a decision Wanda Maximoff made. I think at the center of the conflict is friends versus vengeance, and what's more important. Oh, this there, is going to be fun. This is going to be good. We have different we opinions. We do not agree we at all. What this movie is, but we both like it. We both love it. I think we both love it. Yeah, yeah. No, I love it. It's fantastic, but we have very different um, opinions about what it satisfies. That's interesting. Yeah, let's go. All right. Okay. So, like Bucky, ninety-one, brainwashed, destroys a car. We find out later who's in the car. Way later, it becomes a big act for reveal. Yep, he's taken the super serum. Yeah. And he brings this, uh, he's in, I think, Siberia. And he brings them some super soldier serum. And this is going to come to play later. What's fascinating is I didn't realize how much of this plot gets reworked and put into Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, my God. This is like, this lays the groundwork for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier can't exist without this movie. And that's exciting because this movie is so great. It's part of why Falcon and Winter Soldier is so solid. It's got a great foundation. Would you call Falcon and the Winter Soldier Captain America 4? No, but I will call it Civil War Part Two. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, it does continue this story, but I don't consider this a Captain America movie. I don't think it's enough Captain America. We disagree. That's fine. So, like, there's this. How do you not think it's enough Captain America? I'm sorry to interrupt your train of thought. He he's the center of the movie. His decision not to sign the accords and go and go after Bucky and and free Bucky is what drives the plot forward. His relationship with Bucky and his like with you till the end attitude about that is is why we're here. That's so interesting. Because I don't not see that, you know, No double negative. How could you? (laughs) It's true. No, because you're saying that and I see that and I can think about what this movie was and understand that that is a reasonable assimilation of the events of the movie. Okay. To me, this movie functions as a very efficient ensemble piece. Well, it's also like a trailer. It's like seven trailers in this film. It's 17 trailers, 17 great trailers. In a world where Wanda Max in a world (laughs) where black in a world where Peter Parker in a world where but it's it's so efficient how they introduce the new characters and how yes. they introduce the new characters with a, a sort of air of relevance. Like, yes, it the makes introductions sense. of these it, characters. I mean, let's let's just stop and talk for a second about the introduction of Black Panther. What an amazing shot oh, that they were so able good. to put together with Bucky running thud, 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 Black Panther. You don't hear him. Why? Vibranium. Yeah. And then just the Bucky sees his feet and we do too. And it pans up and he's in the pose and he flashes the claws. And I'm like, Meow. 
they never made Black Panther sexier than they did in that moment. It's unbelievable. Like that, that, what a sexy opening shot. Like what? I mean, when oh. I'm watching this thing the other day, Andrew, I, I, that shot happens. I'm ready to turn this amazing movie off and just go right to Black Panther. Yeah. Because I want to know more immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Immediately. All right. So, but we, we've, we've really gone off track. Yeah, not really. Don't have notes. Not really. Don't have notes. Why are you calling me out like that? I've had a rough day. <laughs> you don't have notes, but you do have three X's and four laptops. <laughs> Always. And and you know what? All seven of those things made it to Buffalo. <laughs> so here's the thing. Okay. I say that this is not a Captain America movie. I'm still defending my point in this moment. It's fine. You're it's wrong. more of an ensemble piece because it's related to some age of Ultron decisions, right? Sure, 100%, yep. And it's one year after the Sokovia fight. Yep. And so we have this whole thing in Lagos and we see the return of Rumlo. Yep, crossbones. Crossbones, thank you. And so they, they, it's, a big, it's, it's a big team fight like we're so used to. It's wonderful. It's wonderfully staged. It's so the stunt wonderful. work is incredible. The there's a lot of like one shots in this thing. Just also so the wit when they're just on calm talking about what they're trying to accomplish and the way they like rib each other is very funny. And the relationship building ca- character development there spot and, on. And it's such a perfect. And who's sequel. sort of the focal point of that whole scene? Like Wanda. that whole <sighs> Steve. No, how do we fundamentally disagree on the same photography? Steve's Steve's leadership and Steve's being the head of the snake, forgive me, Hydra, hail it. Steve, it's it's all about Steve. It's all about, it's all about crossbones mentioning Bucky and Steve freezing. That's what causes it. It's not Wanda's inexperience. If Steve had just taken care of business, none of it would have happened. I, I disagree, and I'll tell you why. Oh, this is so good. Because that whole conversation at the beginning, who is our focal point? Who is our lens through the whole calm conversation I just talked about? Steve. No, it's yes. Wanda. No, it's, it's Wanda. Wanda. It's Wanda. No. That whole dialogue is to no, integrate Wanda. No, and they're all they're, another, they're, they're giving her just, pointers. Just another they're like, member of the they're team. Like, you need to get better at looking over your shoulder. Like yeah, they're just another member of the team. Absolutely not. Wanda no, is the Steve. focal point. We see her nails. We see the whole situation. We see her costume, Steve. her like disguise. And Steve. it's after Wanda. Wanda's the first thing we see. And then we meet everybody else. And we Steve. see how everybody else factors into this mission. And no. that is when, so when does important. It, when does it go wrong? When does this mission go wrong? And when does the movie start? The mission goes wrong when Steve when? freezes. That's right. So who's the focal but point? It's how Wanda responds to Steve freezing that is the catalyst for the events. She 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 saved everybody. She doesn't put Rumlow far enough away. She puts him in the path of civilians. Then and he, that's she, where she he fucks was up. in the he was in the path of civilians. This it doesn't is, this matter. Is whole, it doesn't this is matter. one of the problems that I have with the movie is that if she didn't put him in the air, she would have blown up the square. And I ask you, Andrew, what do you see there? <laughs> 
I think Wanda made the right decision. I think we both still have hair. <laughs> the way it's photographed is that Wanda briefly loses control. She and didn't lose control. She put it, they put him up in the air. That's what you do with a bomb. She put him she in the building. She didn't see the building. She put him in the building. She put him in the building. Yes, but she took him out of the square. This is like the whole thing that I'm like, this is kind of a weak point in the writing. Listen, she did a good thing, but she still fucked up. And that's why she the talking to her. Up. Wait, I but still listen, don't understand listen. it. Oh my gosh. We just fundamentally disagree. I didn't know this was the where the night was going to go. I didn't know. There are civilians in the square. There are. And we care more about the dignitaries. Oh my God, stop, stop running. I have, I have, you have to, stop. to stop. God, I, you know what I need is a rhyming cop. If I don't stop, this episode will flop and I'll end up pushing a mop. Like Carol Burnett? Like, <laughs> the fuck are you saying? This is so weird. This is the weirdest episode we've ever recorded. And and so. and yeah, it's the weirdest one. And and we fucking watched this, the Star Wars. This Lego this will Christmas get us a sponsor. Special. This it is will. what will get us a sponsor. Absolutely, because it's so bonkers. Um, no, let me tell you this. First thing we Here's see the is thing, Wanda. And I'm going to tell you. First thing we see is Wanda. Her inexperience is laid out in that first beat. And the even first though, thing we see is Captain uh, is the Winter Soldier killing Stark's parents. We don't know we, they're Stark's parents. We see him blowing out some tires. We see him killing someone. Okay. Which is the focal point of the movie, which is the whole fight at the end. But I, I can't mean, believe after that, this movie's about Wanda. I can't oh, imagine. It's totally this. about Wanda. It's absolutely oh about Wanda. God. You have you I'm have obsessed. a Wanda Maximoff heart on. I do. I'm do. obsessed. I'm obsessed. You're putting you're 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 living in a WandaVision. I am. But this yeah, movie you're wrong. This movie centers around Wanda. Oh my god. Yeah, it really, really does. This 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 movie is the reason WandaVision works. No, listen to me. Stop. There are many times where I feel like this could be a great call-in show. Mm. This We need callers for this, for this moment, because you're so tired. You're just overtired. You're just tired. You've been in rehearsal all day. You got on a train. You You were like, I mean... You wish you, you. you need some. You've been through chaos. You've had chaos today, and you're thinking chaos magic. My life is chaos. Wandavision. No, I, d- I did go to a sandwich shop that chose chaos, and that was stressful. But I digress. I mean, yeah, for real. Last night you had a big burger, took a big poop. Like <laughs> you need to move on. You're not supposed We're, to tell we everybody that. Past we haven't gotten past the sixth minute of the film and we're 20 minutes into this episode. Because we don't agree on the fundamental core of this film, which is it's a team-up movie. It's not a Steve movie. It's not, it, it is a team-up movie and it's a wonderful, it introduces many characters and it introduces many storylines and threads. However, at the center of it is Cap and Bucky and Tony. Those are the three main characters of this movie. Wanda and Vision and Black Panther and even like Black Widow plays such a huge role in this movie. But at the at its core, okay, Sean T would say, use your core. <laughs> it's Steve and Buck. I disagree. 
Okay. Okay, so um, Wanda blows up some people and everybody's upset about it. And then we are going to sign the Sokovia Accords. And Tony's like, I'm going to do it because someone in the hallway at MIT made me feel bad. And Steve's like, we can't do it. They'll want to use us as weapons. We cannot do this. Oh, by the way, my friend has just been accused of shit and I'm going to try to save him. And that's going to cause a conflict that has nothing to do with Wanda Maximoff. All right. So here's the thing, though. The Sokovia Accords cannot exist without Wanda Maximoff. The Sokovia Accords were written well before Wanda blew up the building. But the push for the Sokovia Accords only occurred because Wanda blew up the building. She's the straw that broke the camel's back. She's not the central point of of the conflict. She's the MacGuffin. The Avengers are being torn apart by that by Zemo. Let's talk about Zemo. Oh my God, Zemo! For a hot second. Yeah, yeah. Wow, Could, wow, 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 wow. This guy. What? And he continues to impress in dick. the Falcon and the Winter Captain America. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, he's and but but what a cool villain, right? Like he's smart. He's cunning. He's got a motivation. He's got a very clear motivation and he's not a villain that has the same powers as the hero. No, not at all. Partially because there's he has no special heroes. Yeah, there's a lot of heroes. I mean, Cap being the main hero, but he's, oh, he doesn't have any special powers. He's just wicked smart and knows how to fight. And he wants like them it. to destroy each other because he's driven yeah. by his vengeance. Yeah, absolutely. Also driven by vengeance is Tony Stark against the winter soldier later. Well, vengeance is an important theme in this movie. Yeah, vengeance against the Winter Soldier, who's Cap's best friend. Not only vengeance against the Winter Soldier, but it, the the scene at the very end, where T'Challa has the chance to destroy Zemo, and he doesn't because he's like, you know what? I'm going to make the choice for vengeance to no longer control me. Right. And in that choice, he actually saves Zemo's life. And he's like, you don't get yeah. to commit suicide. No. What is it? The world no, of the living is not done with you. Not done with you yet, bro. Vengeance, huge part of this film. Um, you know who doesn't try to take any revenge in the film against anyone? Who? Wanda Maximoff. She doesn't. No, she doesn't. So if vengeance is the main uh, focal point of the movie, how can she also be? I'm happy you asked this question. So let's talk about this. Is Audrey a main character? Place? No, I don't. Listen to me. Is Audrey a main character of Little Shop of Horrors? Is Audrey a main character? Of Little she's Shop of Horrors. She's one of two main characters. Yes, yeah, she's, she's one, one of two, two main characters. characters. Would right. you say that her relationship to Seymour is an important driving factor in the events of that show. I think that Seymour's relate like uh, relationship and desire for her is his main motivation. I'd like to take back that. She's a main character. She's actually not. She's a main character. Well, how many characters are there? There's six. It's a three main character show though. Who's the third, the plant, the plant. Okay. Seymour's the star. Yeah. Okay, so if we, if it were a movie, it would be Seymour, Garden War. I hate everywhere this metaphor went. 
I, everything about what this metaphor turned into, what well, you've you, allowed you it to become, it I hate. You <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm sorry, but, you know, also we should not, we should stop casting really attractive men as Seymour. Jake Gyllenhaal did a great job. Jake Gyllenhaal did oh, a great job. Oh, Jonathan Groff was fantastic. They're all great, but Seymour doesn't need to be attractive. Seymour just needs to be a weird little guy. We're off message. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're off message. You brought up Little Shop. What do you want me to do? It's well, because I was show. making a point. Well, it's, and probably my, it's like one of my two favorite shows. It's my favorite show. It's your favorite show? It is. I think it's perfect. It would make your Desert Island top five. I could watch it every day for the rest of my life. Okay, let's go. I know every word. All right, so Seymour, Audrey, a main character, you were saying. What I was saying was... Audrey is a driving Andrew force. He was in a funk. He was going to Buffalo with a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> we have no fun together. None. 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 Not at all. You can't do Little Shop without Audrey. You can't do Civil War without Wanda. I think you could do Little Shop without Audrey. I think you just need to give him a motivation. You could do Civil War without Wanda. You can't. You can. Here's how. Let's say Cap has got crossbones. Crossbones mentions Bucky. Cap freezes. Crossbones is about to blow up. Cap kicks crossbones into a crowd of civilians, which is where they fucking were to begin with. We spend so much time worrying about where Wanda is, what Wanda does, what Wanda can do. She has to make the decision to leave the compound, to turn on vision and leave the compound. She doesn't want to leave the compound. She allows herself to be restrained. Her decision to move Rumlow sets the Sokovia Accords at hyperspeed and her no. decision to disable vision and leave the compound sets act three in motion. Everything is driven by a decision by Wanda. She's not in act three. Her decision makes act three happen. Oh, come on, man. You're reaching bro. I'm not. You're a Martell. No, wait, you're a, who's the one with the flowers? What was their last name in Game of Thrones? Not Martell. They weren't the Martells. They were the... Come on. Marjorie. Tyrell. You're a Tyrell. You're reaching. Nope. I'm just right. No, you're not right at all. I've given you... You can't do this movie without Wanda. You can't do this movie without Wanda. You 100% can, bro. This is Captain America Civil War. Black Panther plays a bigger role than Wanda. Black Panther's hardly in this fucking movie. Oh my God. I can't. When was the last time you watched this? Two days ago. It's impossible. That's impossible. He's talking about the ancestral plane. His dad gets blown up. Yeah. He chases them through the streets. Yeah. It's all secondary. It's all secondary to what Wanda does oh. for this plot. I can't, I can't with you. It, this plot is not, it's not about Wanda. She makes one mistake and escapes from the compound and in cap is worried about Tony keeping her hostage. These choices affect everything. Wanda is the one that helps them. Who breaks the winter soldier out of jail? 
Zemo. Okay. Where's Wanda in that? Wanda's not in that. She's at the compound okay, right who's now. The one that, who's the one that who is first makes uh, Bucky the Winter Soldier again? Zemo. Okay. Who's the one that lures everybody up to Siberia so that they can have the big fight at the end and we get the comic book cover? Zemo. Okay, where's Wanda? <laughs> you got to help me, Wanda. Help, help me, Ron. Wanda. So yeah. here's the thing about Wanda. All right, all right, you ready? Wanda yeah. makes a mistake. Sokovia cords get fucking accelerated, oh right? God, There's no way that they wrote that entire manuscript in the three days after Lagos. That shit was already ready to go to Kingdom. But the push came after the Lagos. Straw that broke so the camel's much back. She's dialogue. The that, she is there the straw is, that broke the camel's oh, back. This is you are just obsessed with WandaVision. There is so That's much it. dialogue that talks <sighs> about how people are afraid of her. And there's they're so much. Of all of, they're they're afraid of all of them. Yes, but Vision specifically says it's not. It's just the hippocampus reaction. Like they don't mean to be afraid of you. There's nothing to be afraid of you. And yeah. he wants to keep her at the compound because he says if you leave, they will always be afraid of you. He's protecting her because her relationship to humanity and her presence on the team is a driving force behind everything that happens. And that is okay. why when she makes the decision to go with Clint and be what is ostensibly the wrong side of things, and nobody that's listening can see this, I'm doing air quotes, the wrong mm -hmm. side of things, the plot shifts and they get Scott Lang, a criminal. So it becomes the team of the disavowed with the team of the people that fell in line. That's the versus match, right? Her, she is such a huge part of no, the disavowed she's one, team. She's just one of the, part of the, unsullied. Of the disavowed team. She's no, just one part of it. She's a big part of the disavowed team. Scott Lang is, is, a, is a part of it. Falcon is a part of it. Clint is a part of they it. They are Everybody's not equal part of parts it. of it. The driving force is the relationship that Cap has with Bucky. If that relationship doesn't exist, neither does the movie. I will, I will acquiesce. That that is true. Okay. The relationship that Cap has with Bucky is essential to the plot. Right. Because Bucky killed Tony Stark's parents. Yes. So the, the final boss battle is the three of them. Wanda is nowhere to be found. She's an important part of this movie. She is not the focal point. This is Captain America's movie. But, but she is a relevant element of Cap's inconsistencies. Who's rhyming now? Do you want to talk about Cap's inconsistencies? Tell me about them. Tell me, tell me a one inconsistency. When Tony imprisons Wanda, yeah, Cap says she's just a kid, right? When he's fighting with Spider-Man, he's ready to throw a fucking truck on him. Oh no, he was very gentle with with little Peter Parker. He did like that he was from Queens, and that was cute. Uh, That's such a great Dr. Erskine callback, isn't it? Yeah. Where he, are you from? Queens. Brooklyn. He smiles. Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, Dr. E. Because he knew he was a kid. Yeah, underoos. Underoos, yeah. That's more of a Tony Roos. problem, isn't it? Like Tony wanting everybody to be safe and sound, and yet here he goes and fucking... Putting a child in danger. Put it, yeah. Child endangerment. That's a that's a crime in the northern states. 
Also, a lot of uncomfortable dialogue about how hot Aunt May is. Well, yeah. I mean, Aunt May. When you think of Aunt May, you do think of bikini model. Can we take a moment? Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei, thanks for everything. Just you are brilliant wonderful. actor, brilliant actor, ageless beauty. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she pops up because she pops up and you have the same reaction that you have whenever she pops up. It's like, oh, Marissa Tomei, oh, I love Marissa her. You know, you know what though? Like, think like just for a second, you know, she is like a a, a young hot mom or a young hot aunt, right? Yeah. I mean, she's not not quote unquote young. Um, but I love that. I love the way that they introduce both Black Panther and Spider-Man. It's like, you know Spider-Man's story. They don't even say it. It's like it's complicated. Well, you know that he's living with his aunt. You know that it's Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben cetera, died. Cetera, cetera, cetera. Yeah. So a radioactive spider bit him. He made his exactly. own webbing. You know all of it. They just skip the, They skip it. Totally. We we see uh, T'Challa and T'Chaka interacting. Uh, for the man who doesn't like diplomacy, you're certainly good at it. Thanks, Dad. Just doing my best. So you see that relationship. And they just sort of like drop them into this Captain America movie so seamlessly and so wonderfully. Um, I also love the um, when Tony is in Peter Parker's room and he says, uh, you know, you can you can move your legs because I'm going to sit there. Totally ad-libbed. Really? Yeah. Total ad lib moment where Robert Downey Jr. was like, dude, I'm going to sit there now. You can move. Yeah. And they were just like, keep it rolling. It's so good. Yeah. We got to talk about a couple things before we take a break. Okay. Black Widow. Black Chang- Widow. Changes sides mid fight. Changes side mid fights. Stays. Uh, the rightest person in the whole movie. I'm right? going to tell you something and I'm yeah. not, and it's not something I say often, okay. but on our Zack Snyder's justice league episode, I said, what's the point of a black widow movie, which I've already retroactively said that I loved the black widow movie retcon, but I said, what's the point of a black widow movie? And you said, Natasha's linchpin. And my answer to you was she's fucking dead, which is still hilarious. <laughs> still hilarious. I want to make that clear. She's fucking dead. I remember that moment. It was so good. But I'll tell you this. It was after this movie. I was just like, see, just right. Natasha is a linchpin. Because her decision to just destabilize T'Challa so they can get away. Yeah. And she was like, I'm going to regret this. But, but you're not going to stop. You're so, not going to stop. Also, uh, she, and we find this out later, she was a former KGB operative. You know what I mean? Yes, for She's sure. been controlled. And this is a moment where this character is like, I got to make a decision that feels right for me. Mm. And my friend Cap's got to protect Bucky. And this whole thing is all fucked up. Yeah. Everybody's. It's, it's fucked up and it's nuanced. And you know what? Uh, Tony is right. We do need some guardrails. And you know what? Cap is right. They're going to fucking not send us to the right place and send us to the place that suits them, that benefits them. And I'm going to let my friend protect his friend and I'm going to make that decision and I'm going to regret it. This is going to fuck me totally. over bad, but I'm a survivor. Mm-hmm. You know what? 
And that's, it's powerful. And knowing where that story goes, especially after watching the Black Widow movie, it's a very powerful decision she makes to be uh, autonomous in that moment, you know? Right. right. And sure. I think that's cool. I think that's controlled cool. her whole life, right? Like she's been controlled her whole life. The red room and, shield. And now, she made her choice. She sided yeah. with Tony because she's, she's gone and defected. And we find out later she defected with Barton, you know, yeah. like she's gone and defected to be a part of this organization, but uh, you know, she didn't have betraying cap on her bingo card no definitely not definitely not she just didn't such a have it moment of, she of loves friendship. him she yeah. loves him they've been through some shit they yeah. were they they went through some shit in the last movie together that was very significant and personal no doubt and she knows what bucky means to him and she might be the only main character in this movie that truly gets what bucky means to him Mm-hmm. that can understand it and 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 later on in the black widow film we're going to realize what she what she's willing to do for people that she has a true connection with. Right. Because so many of her connections have been false. Yeah. It's, it's powerful that decision she makes. Totally. It's beautiful. I couldn't agree more. So I'm going to tell you, Natasha is a linchpin. A lot of, and, and since Iron Man too, a lot yeah. of the choices Natasha makes affect where this franchise goes in yeah. huge ways. And I was wrong. And now I'm fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I'm absolutely right. Usually uh, she you. is, she is the lynch. <laughs> she's, she's the straw that serves the drink, man. Like you don't have Natasha. You don't have shit. So nothing gets done in these movies without Natasha. I see that right. now. That's right. And I'm glad that. And, it's, glad and she keeps it low key. It's light. like not a big thing. Oh my God. Yeah, no, it's totally great. And wonderfully, obviously wonderfully played by the great Scarlett Johansson. Hulk doesn't leave. Hulk doesn't leave without Natasha. Nope. And they uh, ask well, her to get him. Yep. She's like, I don't think it's going to go well, man. Yeah, no. And like, you know, do you know where Thor and Banner are now? Well, we do. But mm-hmm. we know that, you know, Natasha's the reason for that. Yep. Where is Thor, though? Thor not being here is a little tricky. Probably dealing with Loki. No, he thinks Loki's dead at this point. He thinks Loki's. Yeah, he doesn't know. I mean, I guess, yeah, timeline wise. Yeah, I mean, he, we, when we first when we next see Thor, he's chilling with that fire demon. So. It could all coincide. Anyway, was there something else we needed to talk about before the break? I think, I mean, there's so much we need to talk about, but I think it's time to take a break. Yeah, we should take a break. You know, CJ, this is one of our pandemic traditions that I'm so glad we were super consistent with because I really am starting to see the results of all of our work on this podcast. It's pretty great. Now, where are you seeing results, Andrew? Like in your midsection, um, like in your your chest area, where where are the results happening best for you? Because I could use some. Listen, my chest area is on fire, but really it's because my heart is so full from all the engagement we've been getting on our social media. I mean, I'm talking to... I'm talking to people on the Instagram, I'm talking to people on the Twitter, and I want to do more of it. The 18 listeners have really started to engage. Uh, We appreciate you. We see you. Uh, We're very excited to have you. Yeah, so I think that 
Andrew, where can where can the people who may be 19, 20, 21, where can they find us? Listen, at Icon or Ycon, both on Twitter and Instagram. And we have gotten way more active than we ever were. So remember those 15 episodes where we kind of lied to you about communicating with us? They're, it's true now. We're actually there and we want to hear from you. So I say go for it. Just do it. Yeah. Log on, log in, trip out. <laughs> back to the show. And we're back. We are back, folks. Um, we do want to say that after Black Widow decides to break uh, with Team Tony, uh, Cap and Bucky and Tony all go to Siberia and there's a big fight and then the movie ends. Thank you for that. I think that yeah. was important. I'm glad we did that. Yeah, for sure. Well, CJ, there were a lot of feelings in our last half hour. There were so many yes. feelings that our last half hour completely blew by. Right. And uh, I'm going to tell you this. I'm a little confused. I'm not confused about how I feel. I'm confused about how I feel about you and your taste and your ability to synthesize accurate film data from what <laughs> you've been witnessing. And I think I would like some clarity to understand uh, the cognizant functions that I know you have. Okay. Okay. And I think we should answer some ephemeral questions. So... Cap USA Civil War. It is a movie. Lots of actors. All of them groovy. The cast is in a fight. Because we want to control them. If this was the real world, it'd be over petroleum. But this movie is tight. It really is a crown gem. But you tell me, Andrew, that we still have to do this segment, my friend. So I guess it's time to answer ephemeral questions. It was the long S at the end of questions. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part. That questions. Was, uh... <laughs> you know, I needed a war song. I feel like I, I did war, huh? Good God, war with mm-hmm. Thor before you did <laughs> so i knew that people didn't want more of that um how do you think more. they feel about the rhyming tonight like do you feel like they're they're grooving on it do you feel like i think it was on point up i support it okay i hope zach um, blows us up zach is the only one that blows up our comments and i wanted to blow us up so bad <laughs> chris uh, yeah, blows so us went, up sometimes went, too chris henry went, if you're listening give us feedback on the lyrics thank you Yes, please. Thank you. Uh, I, what I need, I went with Eve of Destruction because that's where we are in the uh, in the MCU at this point. I like that. It's the it is it is it is. So CJ, what worked for you about this movie? I mean, so much. Um, it, it really does take introductions and team up in a solo movie to like new heights. Yeah. Um, I really, really appreciate that. You know, they needed to, um, you know, you picture Ryan George being like, yeah, but I need him to be in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and they just nail it. They just absolutely nail it 100%. Um, but for me, the thing that works the most is Cap and his steadfastness to stick up for his friend, no matter what. He believes in his friend, even as he's watching his friend, you know, blow up Tony Stark's parents. He's like, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. Chill out. 
we got it. We got to save Bucky. We got to save Bucky. He battles Tony. They battle Tony. This is great. Amazing scene. He's leaving with Bucky and, and Tony says that shield doesn't belong to you. And without thinking, he just drops it. He's like, hey, fuck, fuck it then. It. Yeah. I don't uh-huh. care. I don't care. I care more about this man. He's my Tony. He's my friend. And even Tony being like, yeah, I was too. And you're like, Tony, you're awesome. And, and we love you. But his relationship with Bucky will trump it all. So to the end of the line. Yeah. Till the end of the line, man. And that, that friendship and that relationship and the way that it's just like 100% the focal point of the movie really, really works for me. You know um, what though? So I, many levels. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, um, that relationship is very, very powerful and very beautiful. And, um, I won't get too deep in my feelings about it. Cause I don't think we got the time for it, but I just, to anybody that's listening, I think we all deserve somebody that we feel that way about, you know, mm. don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Those, those relationships in your life, that person that, you know, no matter what, no matter what I say yeah. <laughs> or what I do. And I'm, and I'm thinking of myself in that moment because um, <laughs> I do say some controversial shit Yeah, uh, that they're going to have your back, that yeah. they're going to be that, there for and that's you. That. 100%. It's, it's not a thing. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. And that's, it's, it's, it's a very powerful thing that they wrote into this movie yeah. that he's like, I well, that they've been building for yeah. years now, you know? Because he, he doesn't think twice about it. He's like, it wasn't him. It wasn't him, man. I know him. I know him. That's the I know him. I know him. him. I, he, there must have been something terrible happening. And we have proof that there's something terrible happening. Oh, yeah. But the other side of the coin, right? The other side of this movie that really, really works so well is the vengeance. And when Tony like, knows it, too. Oh, when he says, do you even remember them? And he's like, I remember yeah. them all. I remember them all. And when Cat oh. said, like, Tony, it wasn't him. I don't care. Yeah. He killed my mom. Yeah. He made his choice. Damn. Oh, it's so complicated. Yeah. Uh, I would love to hear what worked for you. I have seen other films juggle a lot of very well-known characters with much less efficiency. Mm, Sure. Uh, the fact that this many notable characters are in this movie and they managed to really focus on the thematic material of this movie being the centerpiece rather than a character or a group of characters. Yeah. Because it's essentially a team-up movie and not a Captain America movie. So the theme is the real, like, central figure. Captain America movie, though. It's a Captain America Oh, fuck yourself. Okay. I think the juggling of the characters around a shared collective theme is one of the strongest things about this movie. And we had just, we had never seen it before. A film like this had never existed. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody's like, this was the year of, um, you know, the, the superheroes fighting each other though. Right. Like yeah. We had Batman V Superman. We had the fast and the furious where everybody turns on Dawn. Well, you know, I would be remiss if I did not bring up Dom. the fact that there are, a lot of rumors that the shooting script for Batman versus Superman leaked and a lot of the plot points were borrowed 
for a civil war right mm-hmm. down to the woman complaining about her relative's untimely death at the hands of a superhero. Mm-hmm. You know, that being a major mm-hmm. plot point, th- mm-hmm. that is something that both, and that's, it was the theatrical cut of Batman vs Superman did not include that character because of that because it was such a similar, oh, yeah. Shit. And that and the inclusion of that character is very important to the um, director's cut that is way more enjoyable. A Batman vs Superman, the director's cut is way more enjoyable because that character is that cutting that subplot is really hard, right. but it, it is the same story beat that happens in the Civil War, and that's why wow. they cut it. Because the rumor is that the treatment for Zack Snyder's uh, future leaked. Because even in Zack Snyder's treatment for Justice League, there's a five-year time jump where Flash has to reverse time to to fix everything. And that is yeah. exactly what Endgame does. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy. Chicken it's or so egg, crazy. man. I Chicken know. or egg. But what, as far as what worked for me goes, the juggling of the characters around a collected shared goal and theme. Yeah. Yeah. Very successful. What Good did stuff. not work about this movie for you? So interestingly, there are some clunky fucking lines in this film. <laughs> like for such a wonderful movie um, and a wonderful film and a great story and like, you know, like really good writing. Um, there's some really bad lines. Uh, there's, there's two that I would just, I would just like to point out. Um, the first one that I had was congratulations, cap. You're a criminal now. (laughs) What? What? You just had this amazing chase scene with this wonderful action and all of this fabulous stunt work. And that's, that's how you that's how you end it? Are you kidding? What's happening here? <laughs> what is what on God's green earth have you forced me to do? Um another another sort of um problem that I have with the script is uh is as how fast did Captain America get to uh where the UN was blown up? To Vienna. Quickly. Because he was at Sharon Carter's funeral like five minutes ago. We didn't even talk about the fact that we didn't find out Sharon Carter was Sharon Carter until this movie. I mean, okay, so is Sharon Carter playing Cap? That's my question for you. Right? Does she like, does she stir this shit up? Is she the one? Is she with Zemo this whole time? I don't know if she's with Zima the whole time, but she sure does easily steal the wings and the shield. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She doesn't care. Um, she didn't care in the last movie either. No, not at all. She doesn't give a fuck. Uh, there's another line that... Oh, yeah. When, um, when um, Ant-Man throws the truck and he's like, I thought it was a water truck. What the <laughs> fuck is a water truck? It's the What's truck with the big tank of water on it. Have you, I, I've never seen one. Oh, I'm from Florida. We see water trucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, I will, I will strike that uh, from my record. Um, yeah. And the Sokovia Accords to me, I mean, the, the, in the comics, the Civil War storyline begins with a mutant blowing up civilians. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so in this one, we kind of, we have an enhanced person that like blows up some civilians and we, but we call it the Sokovia Accords, right? Where like they saved the world. It's just not a good enough motivation for this to happen for me. Okay. Like, it's fine. And I believe it. And I come along for the ride. Um, but I wish, I, I wish that they had the rights to mutants or, had I think out the world would have gotten on board line. with what happened in Sokovia. Oh, the world. Sure. No, that, fine. But for me, I'm looking at it and I'm like, how many people died, right? Like when Thaddeus Ross is showing him that clip, it's only like 120 people that died in Sokovia. I'm like, no one's going to freak out about that. Yeah. Like they saved millions. I feel that. Yeah. Right? Billions. Yeah. Oh, sure. Like the whole world, right? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, nitpicking, totally fucking nitpicking. I love totally. the help me Wanda line. Uh, <laughs> and the ending of this movie is just so dope. Oh my God. So good. Yeah. Uh, was there anything that didn't work for you? Like particularly aside from the fact that there seems to be some confusion about who the center of the plot is. Yeah. It's, uh, it's Steve Rogers. Bleh. Um, Steve Rogers. One thing that didn't work for me was, as much as I understood how powerful the Zemo reveal was, and as much as I understood why he did what he did and how he did what he did. Okay. Bit of a letdown of a villain. Really? I think, I think the whole end game, if you will, was that <laughs> uh, a need for vengeance and retribution is the true villain. Uh-huh. Um, at the end of the day, for all Zemo accomplished, Zemo's a bit of a puss. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like for, for his payoff to be like, I'm listening to old voicemails from my wife and like about to shoot myself. It was yeah. just a little bit too mopes for somebody that was not that mopes the whole movie. Yeah. Wasn't and I was like, you're right. And you're I was right. like, I get it. I was like, oh, okay, that's your motivation. You lost your family, but you were not serving me wounded dad this whole movie. You were serving me fucking criminal mastermind. Yeah. And like, I just needed big reveal to be a little bit more in the vein of criminal mastermind. And criminal mastermind is what Falcon and the Winter Soldier gives us. So like having that knowledge, I was just like, all right, so it's a sad dad story. Sad dad <laughs> went a little fucking far. <laughs> A little well, sad, fucking far. Sad boyfriend, right? Or husband. Yeah. Yeah. And his girlfriend, his kid, and his his father, his wife, his kid, and his father. Uh, yeah. No, I can see that. I can and, see And that. I would have loved, and I would have loved something that um Zack Snyder's cut of uh BVS did was connect uh-huh. the accuser with the lost family member. Okay. directly to the villain yeah and they just didn't yeah. do that and like you have alfrey woodard as the accuser and she doesn't do anything else it's such a fucking like missed what opportunity a, what a waste what a bullshit red herring give alfrey <laughs> woodard something to do jesus what a bullshit yeah. you put so you put a one of the most famous actresses of the last three decades yeah Alfred Woodard's fucking famous. Oh, yeah. No. And, 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 so. and, and she has a cameo to kind of get the movie going. That's a red herring. 
Yeah. That, that's you fucking trolling me. And, and I, I have, <laughs> I have two, I have two hours and 15 minutes of footage that tells me you're better than that. Yeah. Well, when the Bluth stair car has more screen time, oh my God. we know we have an issue. <laughs> an issue. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's me. So uh, does this movie make your desert Island top five? Uh, yes. Okay. Unequivocally. Um, you know, I'm still, I'm still wholly unclear on the rules of the desert Island top five. You know, someday we'll have a whole episode on the desert Island top five. Um, but you know, be, this movie's a great, it's a great movie. It's so good. And I don't, I don't know that, um, I, I don't want to watch it again tomorrow. Yeah. You know, super excited to watch this, uh, you know, with, with children, if I'm blessed to have any super, super excited to, hmm. you know, just keep passing this one down and being like, yo, civil war. What a great fucking Marvel movie. Wow. It's, it's worth sharing with a child. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's fucking solid. No uh, definitely makes my desert island. I would, I not only did I remember how much I loved it before I rewatched it. I loved it more. Yeah. It's, it's, no, it's, it's solid. It it's one of their most solid offerings. Yeah. It kills. It's up there with winter soldier too. Oh Yeah. Like it's, also it's, good. It's, Cap- it's it's Captain America: Winter Soldier Part Two, right? Like yeah. It's, it's it it really wraps up this trilogy so nicely. It did such a great job. The Russos. All right. Random bonus question. Okay. Recast one character. Hmm. Recast one character. Okay, I would replace Marissa Tomei with Jessica Tandy. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> No, I dead, a dead woman? She's fucking dead. She's fucking uh, dead. I would not do that. Uh, recast one character. Who is it? I, I, I. <sighs> oh. You know who I'm going to recast? Who? Um, is it is it uh, is it is it Ian Holm? Really? Yeah, I don't need him. I don't need him to be that big of a star. Okay. Yeah, you know who I want there. Who? You know who I want there. I want there. Vivica Fox. Fuck. That's who I want there. (laughs) I've stumped you. Remind me who Ian Holm plays in this movie. He's the, the like the fucking guy f- f- with the CIA. That's Martin Freeman. You confused your Hobbit actors. Wait a second. Wait a second. That's not Bilbo. I mean, Ian Holm is Bilbo in Lord of the Rings. Martin Freeman is Bilbo in uh, The Hobbit. <laughs> No, you confuse your fucking Bilbo's. 
<laughs> you, I've. I just let have, you go there too. I just let you complete have, it. Have I, have I either gained an, a mass following or lost entire credibility? For confusing your bilbos. <laughs> I've confused my bilbos. I thought that that was Ein Home in the, in the Hobbit movies. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's I thought only... they just like de-aged him. No, and then Martin, I thought that that was it's him it's in definitely Black Martin Freeman. Who is Who the fuck is Martin Freeman? Bilbo. I can't. This is, this is unfathomable. That is hilarious. Anyway, it doesn't change the fact that I want Vivica Fox in that role. Don't we all? Yeah. She's tough. She's beautiful. Um, but she's like not a, well, she's not as big a star as Ian Holm. Um, <laughs> she's more of a star than Martin Freeman, whoever the that is. I can't believe, I don't know who that is. That's so funny. I, oh I was like, God. I love that. I let you finish. Like, remind me who Ian Holm plays in this movie. <laughs> and then I was like, duh, he plays that yeah, guy. That fucking that's the wrong character Bilbo. that's in it for like five minutes. And then the, shows up in Black Panther. The wrong Bilbo. It's the name of my album. The wrong Bilbo. Holy cow. That's my special award now. The wrong Bilbo. (laughs) (laughs) Holy cannoli. Anyway, who would you recast? You know, as much as I love Tom Holland. We don't need a third Peter Parker. Wait, so you would wait. So you would get rid of Spider-Man or you who what would you use the one of the other two Spider-Men? I want Keenan Lonsdale and I want Miles Morales. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you're not recasting, you're like changing characters. I'm recasting Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, but you're you oh you've done like a, a whole new a whole new Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Love it. Yeah. Love it. We need to normalize Miles Morales being part of this conversation. Yeah, I you know I, I mean still my, have to watch. He, we know him. Like, why do we pretend I, yeah. it's we fucking fuck with Peter Parker so hard? Yeah, I Miles still have has to watch. been here. I still have to watch into the Spider Verse and, and see how that all fits. Oh in my god, and, CJ. Yeah. CJ, it's uniquely good. No, I mean I've seen I've seen bits and pieces. I've seen it like I there was one time I was at a bar in downtown Oakland and it was like it was on, but it was the sound wasn't on, and I was just like, oh my god, this the animation here is so good I have to watch this movie. Animation, script, voice acting, uh, soundtrack. And Into the Spider-Verse is, they're, they're making a sequel because it was so uniquely good. It was Sony's best Spider-Man movie after five Spider-Man movies. Wow, it's crazy. Yeah. Is, is Home in that? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but it might be Martin Freeman. Oh my God, Martin Freeman. I now need to like go back and watch the Hobbit movies and be like, oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's your special award? 
Okay, so my special award is the Paprika Award. (laughs) In the style of Julia Child. Uh, That fucking paprika scene with those two is so good. And I'm so mad that like we launched this episode with like the argument with Wanda because that was my special award. Uh, Like never has a conversation about paprika been so interesting and like truly laid the groundwork for the WandaVision series. It did. Um, The WandaVision series only exists because of that scene. That relationship is so wonderful and so magical. And those two fucking people together. <laughs> oh my God. I want WandaVision 2 right now. Um, but yeah. He cares no, about he, her so much right away. So much. He cares about her so much right away. So much. He's the first human she lays eyes on in the in Ultron. Anyway, the Paprika Award for that <laughs> scene specifically in this movie. What do you got? Well, first of all, just to go along with what you're saying, I love when he walks into the room and she goes, Viz, we talked about this. We talked about this. Well, I thought the, the door was open. I figured yeah. I could just, yeah. <laughs> She's like, Viz, I'm walking in my room. Like, <laughs> he has no boundaries, they, vision, boundaries. But they have already established a rapport that is so sweet. Oh, yeah. No. Charming. Like, and he's cooking Timeless. for her. Like, he cares about her. And it, yeah. it really what is, is it the red stuff because it's not paprika, right? Like what? <laughs> no. Is it like the stuff you put on pizza? Pepper flakes? He, he can't taste, and she's so generous it. with him, and it's so cute. So cute. Um, my special award is the it's the Nerd Dreams Award. Nerd Dreams. Okay, I see where you're going with this. Uh, the fight at the airport. <laughs> oh. Totally. It's something that everyone that's over 35 has dreamed about for so long. Yeah, absolutely. Gotta gotta quote my friend Ryan George again. He said, you know, what is the movie about? Well, it's like if everybody pulled out their Marvel superhero toys and just started bashing them together. Oh my god. It was so <laughs> awesome. Which is it's so funny because one of the best parts about Joss Whedon's Avengers is the individual fights they have amongst each other because like he gives mucho luchos, he gives some team ups that are unreal. Right, right. And they just keep that up. And then, yeah. And you, you fucking fall in love with these people. <laughs> they have to fight each other. It's so crazy. Um, it's just, it's, it's a fucking nerd dream. It's a nerdgasm. You know, and, and, and so they're like, all right, so we get the fight at the airport. Cool. The, the, the scene from the poster with Cap with the shield and the fucking oh, Iron Man fist. Yeah, that's the, that's the cover of the comic book, man. Oh yeah, it's the, it's it's right there. That's where it is. They give us that uh, Wanda and Vision being in a relationship. Yeah, you know they just they really really gave us everything we wanted. The first cinematic appearance of Black Panther. Yeah, a fan favorite. Spider Man in the MCU. Crossbones. Crossbones. We hardly knew you, but Crossbones. Was enough. A brokered deal to include Spider Man. This movie gave us so many nerd dreams, and that's why they get that special award. And it's yeah, dreams, dreams with a Z. With a Z. A Z, if you will. As our Canadian friends say. <laughs> uh, so I think the only thing that's left is, is this movie an icon or a Wicon? Yeah, it's uh, definitely... Stupid question. Stupid question. Yeah, that's like that's as yeah. dumb as not knowing who fucking Martin Freeman is. Uh, <laughs> 
That's that, as dumb it, as thinking that this movie is about Cap. That's as dumb as, you know, talking about WandaVision as if it's like the fucking second coming of... No, WandaVision's really good. WandaVision's fucking great. WandaVision, I will not so have you sully WandaVision's incredible. good name on our show. It's it's touched you so many lives. It. Oh my it's god, really touched touched so many lives. <laughs> uh, yes, Civil War is an icon. Yes, some people out there were like, eh, no, shut up, mm, fuck icon, one hundred percent. So good, so good. It's a winner, winner, paprika dinner. Yes. Oh my god, that's so good. CJ, dude. CJ, you know what? I gotta say, when you said let's do the MCU, I was like, it's too many movies. Too many um, movies. I'm I'm fucking deep in it now. We're deep in it, man, and it's so important to go back and revisit these things because all of the content that's coming out, we've got, we've got. I still have to see Black Widow. I still have to see Shang Chi. We have to see Shang Chi. Uh, The Hawkeye series is right around the corner. Quant Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, like all of these things are coming out. We have to remember where we came from. Yes. Yes. You're we have absolutely to right. Go back and look at the groundwork uh and just just see it all together and, and talk about it, it and just take it in. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's going well. Uh super excited. We've we've got we still have so much left. We have so many movies left. I couldn't be happier to be journeying through the order with you, man. Couldn't be likewise, likewise. What's next in the Larorder? Well, next in the Larorder is This Is Us. Mm, I'm not watching that. Black Panther. <sighs> Starring Iron Home. <laughs> <laughs> CJ, CJ, I'm going to have a tough time with Black Panther. Why? You know I have daddy issues. Oh, it's amazing. I know it's amazing, but like I fucking weep every time I watch that movie. Well, listen, I'm going to give you something else to cry about. You know that ship that my father built? Like one of the last remaining pieces of him that I have? Yeah. My fucking cat broke it. Oh, CJ. So now you're going to be watching a movie about cats and your daddy issues. Just think about that. That'll help you get through it. CJ, the cat broke the ship. The cat broke the ship, man. She pulled it right down off the shelf. But she's a cat, right? So if like anybody was going to break it, it had to be her because she doesn't know any better. I'm sorry, man. Oh, stop. We're fine. You all right? Oh, yeah. All right. Totally. Totally. All right. Is it fixable? I, who, who's to say? It's a it's a model ship from 1982. We'll see. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll tell you this. Um, I know what the ship meant to you. I knew that was hard to take that in. I love that you're being a good sport about it. Um, stuff is stuff. Stuff is stuff. That's right. And and the connections we have from people is uh that's some real shit, right? That's where that's and the that's most that important that's thing. not attached to stuff. That's for us. No. Right? Absolutely not. Stuff is just Absolutely stuff. Not. And I still got the rocking chair. And you still got the rocking chair. So I'm the winner. Yeah. Ah, fucking catsy.
fucking catsy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, man. I think we did it. How do you feel? We did something. That's for sure. We <laughs> we'll did see something. what all nineteen of our listeners think. Thank you, thank you, everybody. We can't wait to see. We can't wait to see the comments on this one. Holy uh, cow, Chris and Zach, I'm talking to you. Yeah, we guys got to come through for us. For real. Don't be gentle. Don't be gentle. Fucking lay into us. <laughs> we deserve it. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think that's it. That's it. I think that's it. Um, for Icon or Ycon, I am CJ LaRoche. And I'm Andrew David Sotomayor. And we will MC you next, next time. time.